this would be fun when you do stand up. You should wear a yellow suit, yeah, like this. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. he just kind of took that idea and applied it to the mask. And nice. everyone sees him in this yellow suit that he only wore for five minutes in the movie of of uh, screen time. Yeah, because uh, if you look at it, he wears a different outfit. You know, uh, he's got the French one. He's got the one where he's kind of in pajamas. He's got the yellow suit. He's got uh, the gangster suit. Like, if you watch the movie and kind of keep in mind how many different outfits he has, mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> just the fun shit. I don't know. Did you miss me? Any drinks? <laughs> I guess I not. I guess not. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> hey, we, uh, we should kick this thing off officially. Yeah. Here I go. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Opposite of Important. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Better welcome. Come in. Thank you for coming back. We've missed you. We missed y'all. We are, we're talking about The Mask with Jim Carrey because we recently, uh, we just watched that last night. Yeah, Both we watched, watched it last that night. last night. Separately. Separately. Social distancing. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. to download that last minute. Yep. And uh, Yeah, like I, I ended up, I ended up getting a, a shipment of tapes in the mail that... Um, I sometimes watch eBay and uh, just try to see good deals, maybe something that slips through the cracks. And I think I remember seeing a lot of these tapes from afar up above, uh, you know, just like a shot of them laying on the floor or whatever. And I didn't see it, but uh, it ended up having the soundtrack of The Mask in there, which had your favorite single and mine. Cuban Pete. Cuban Pete. Oh, my God. Cuban Pete. Cuban Pete, man. <laughs> hey. And I was, like, trying to figure out where they shot it because it didn't say, it didn't say, like, Universal Studios or right. anything like that. Right, and it was like outside that. that, like, it was outside that gate uh, that was supposed that was. to be. Was that cemetery? Is that, or was it just a park? I think it was just a park. Just a park? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They call me Cuban Pete. I'm the king of the rumba beat. When I play the maracas, I go chick, chicky, boom, chick, chicky, boom. Yes, sir. And uh, then all of a sudden, all the cops are out, and there's, like, yep. people swinging. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Was... I, for- I forgot about that whole scene where, um, uh, like, yeah, the cops just, like, start gradually <laughs> dancing. <laughs> Snap out of it. That's interesting. <laughs> you you were saying that they, they were originally... The producers didn't want that. The, in the producers movie? didn't want that in the film at all. Yeah. Um, and then Could later, you imagine? That's yeah, like the, one of the biggest things in there. So they did it with test audiences, and yeah. the test audiences were crazy for it, and they they put it in. Uh huh. So thank you for the test audience. Oh it's my like, gosh, <laughs> crazy is that? Yeah. Doyle, Doyle. I wonder. <laughs> Start uh, dancing, I'll blow your brains out. <laughs> that there's so many one-liners in the mask. What's your favorite line? Oh my god, the there's mask? so many. Aren't you due back in the laboratory to get your bolts tightened? <laughs> like, no. That's what it should have said. <laughs> I I had forgotten by the time when he first turns into the mask. I kind of. I, I remember having this image in my mind of what the movie was, but to see him come out of the apartment and do the whole bit with the alarm clock and the <laughs> and the big hammer, I was like, oh, I forgot how over the top yeah. 
all of this was. And then like bouncing around the hallway don't, 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 to don't. get away from her shotgun. <laughs> That's coming right out of your security deposit. <laughs> the Cuban Pete bit. Who sings that? Is it actually Jim Carrey that does it? That is actually Jim Carrey. I, I was now, wondering when I was listening to it. And yeah. I was like, it's close. But sometimes there's things in movies where it's close, but it's not them yeah and like uh, one of the one of the things that i've been um one of the bands that i've been listening to lately is oingo boingo do you know who they are no so they had the song weird science in the Ah, movie weird science from the 80s and the lead singer is danny elfman Uh and do you know who danny elfman yes i do he's a famous composer yes that's right so in a nightmare before christmas um, Jack Skellington is voiced by somebody, but Danny Elfman actually does the voice of him singing. Singing, yeah. But when you watch the movie, you don't really yeah. know that well, there's that that it's a different person. If like when I first watched it, I I knew the name Danny Elfman from watching movies, but I had no idea I who he was really, and I therefore I would have. There was no way for me to yeah. know that, that at, it was two different times, people. Thank God for Internet Movie Database, man. Yeah. All the fun movie stuff, you know. Uh, so, yeah, Jim Carrey did do uh, Cuban Pete. Yeah. But for Tina Carlisle, for the uh, love makes me treat you the way right. that I do, mm-hmm. that was dubbed. That was not. Mm-hmm. That was not her voice. I assumed. And I looked it up, and I it's assumed. some woman that does not look like Cameron Diaz <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> we had a bit of a Milli Vanilli situation yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got that? There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mask was pretty fun. Um, the Mask was And then I started fun. looking at, I never, ever saw Son of the Mask, the second movie in 2005 with Jamie Kennedy. That was called Son of the Mask. Yeah. Okay. Terrible. I saw a clip of it because I used a clip from the internet in one of our trivia nights ah. at Timeout. And I forget what it was, but it was something that took place in another club. So it was Jamie Kennedy dancing and singing. And that's right. Yeah. You know a movie that surprised me with the, since we were talking about the different voices uh, speaking versus singing. Yeah. In Oliver and Company, Dodger the Dog is completely voiced by Billy Joel. Oh, wow. Like he does the, the speaking part and the singing part. Oh, wow. I don't know if you're familiar with that movie, but that uh, one was one of my cool. favorites. a long time as ago. As a kid. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a that's a solid Disney movie that doesn't get the attention that it should. Lame. Not to watch that. And one. I don't know if that's because do you think that certain animated movies or Disney whatever uh do you think that they get less attention if they're not about people? You mean like if it's a animal movie yeah. versus like people movie? Yeah, like where the lead the 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 leads are animals with the exception of let's say the Lion King, because it that depends. one was kind of a all animal, yeah, like a kind of a groundbreaking movie yeah. for for Disney. Although it's not like it's obviously not the first movie about animals mm-hmm. uh, that Disney had done. There, you had the rescuers, right. you had Great Mouse. Detective. I think you're probably right to a certain extent because I mean, 101 Dalmatians was huge, right? You know, but or, or even, is it is it the princess aspect that makes the other ones 
I think it's yeah, it's the princess aspect. Mm. I, I would have to agree because yep. even I guess I didn't think about that until even like 101 now. Dalmatians. Yeah. You have the animated version, you have the real version. Yeah, but it always starts with the real people, and then the animals kind of yep. come in. You know, uh, even like uh, uh, what Stuart Little. You know, yeah, uh, Hugh Laurie, Gina you know, Davis, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. That's right. Uh, starts with the people, and then it's the animal, and it's like, wait, what? This- I was very much an adult when that movie came out, but I still had to watch it because of Michael J. Fox. Yeah, it's a cute movie. It's a good one. It's yeah. good. They did two. They did live action ones, and then I think the third one was something different, or yeah. maybe, maybe if it was still live action, it was with different people because it yeah. did not have Hugh Laurie yeah. and Gina Davis acting in it. I right. don't think. Huh. So maybe it was maybe maybe the third one was animated. Maybe it had their voices. Could I don't be. Know. Yeah. If only we had a mobile mm-hmm. device. That's right. Our that liaison. had all of the answers in it. Uh, Since it's uh, COVID city out there, we don't have a media person. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how Melissa's doing. Is she dead? Yeah. She dead? She cool? <laughs> she was on. Uh, she was on last week with mm-hmm. all of our friends. We usually do a Zoom thing once a week. Oh, yeah. You know, I like, was wondering what you were talking about. I was like, she was not on last week. Boo. When yeah, we, I think everybody in the world is using Zoom. Today marks the, a month uh, since I learned I had cancer. A month? One month. So April 6th was Feels when longer. I learned. And that's been a month since I've had alcohol. It's been a month. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, so is uh, it go time? Is today the day? You just get shit faced. Uh, that would be something. <laughs> uh, I wonder. I wonder how fast something like that would hit you. Well, you, first of all, because you've taken a month it. off of it, and secondly, did. because what's that? I, I did do a month off when yeah. I went through my divorce. That's right. Based That's right. on my own, that was my, like my own choice. Yeah, you chose poorly. And uh, then I decided. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll take January. So I'll take January off. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting when you take a month off from from uh, drinking, and it, it kind of cleanses you a little bit. Uh, it, it does. It does good things, you know. And I'm not sure it would do that for me, just because I drink so little. Yeah. Um, Did you feel like you were drinking a lot before that? I think I was. So I wanted to like just back it off because i was going through my divorce. i mean i know you were in chicago yeah i I was was there for that damn straight um so you know it was my divorce and then i decided like what if you know i've been hearing about this thing called sober october but you can really do it any month anytime there's no rules there's no rules so i'm like you know i can't not drink in october because halloween i'm like you gotta you gotta drink you know yeah it's It's important so i'm like january Let's do January. Okay. Mm-hmm. So after New Year's, I just, I'm like, okay, let's see what it's like. I don't think I've got, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't think I, I'm an alcoholic, no. you know, <laughs> but I was hitting, <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was hitting the bottle kind of hard and I needed to back it yeah. off. Yeah. But so, here's the thing. Just because you do that for a little bit does, in my opinion, doesn't mean that you're an alcoholic. No, I was in a different headspace and. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to back off and see what it was like. Yeah. And it was really interesting because like when you don't, when people know, it's really cool because nobody, no one gives you shit. Yeah. When you're like, can I get something non-alcoholic? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You want some of this? You want, very accommodating, very, 
non-judgmental. It was really interesting to be on the other side yeah. of things. And when you leave a venue, people there's no second guessing. Like uh, when you leave, people just say bye and that's it. You know, yeah. hey, I'm going to head. Oh, good to see you. All right. And then like usually when you drink, even if you have one or two and it's very controlled, you still get people that are like, are you sure? Are you sure? You, mm-hmm. you need you okay you okay mm-hmm. none of that it's all gone you know so i went a whole month uh without drinking for like the month of january just to do it and uh i've never gone that long without drinking because usually i have mm-hmm. maybe a glass of wine or something like that very yeah. simple but it was it was interesting and then at the end of the month when it was like february 1 or something like that i remember going to time out and it was like midnight so yeah. I'm like, here we go, here we go. I'm gonna get an old fashioned, and it was like maybe you know, I remember this two inches. It wasn't mm-hmm. that much because old fashions don't have a whole Sometimes lot of whiskey. Sometimes two inches is adequate, Joe. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. And I had a cherry on top too. <laughs> um, and uh, I didn't have much, but I had an old fashioned. I sipped on it. Yeah. And I had a smidge of a headache the next day, mm-hmm. and it was not much. It was just like, yeah. oh shit, that was a whole month of not drinking. I'm like. so yeah it hits me a little bit after a month but what does it say about me when i have drinks at a bar and then all of my friends are like you should get out of here you should probably go drive somewhere (laughs) yeah you should go flip the script a little bit (laughs) you should hey you should probably head out right you should go find some heavy machinery pound that last drink maybe get Mm -hmm. one more and then drive home yeah you should uh hail the locomotive next door (laughs) 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 what does that say about me no no one thinks you're drunk yeah did you watch the new seinfeld special we did yes we did what'd you think i loved it um there were some things about it that were interesting because uh 23 hours to kill 23 hours to kill which i I don't really get it because he only works for one hour right Yeah. So is that is that what that means? Yeah. Is that the other twenty three is what we need to figure out? Yeah, I get because comedians only work for one hour. Yeah. You know, so he's got twenty three. Oh, hours. so that's what he's saying in yeah. that title. Yeah. Okay. And then it sounded like a bomb well, thing. Jerry Seinfeld works for an hour. Yeah. Other people like us, we get five minutes. That's right. We get five. We're we're not there yet. We're 20, not. 23 hours, fifty five minutes to kill. <laughs> like boo. that's gonna be the name of my special. That will be on a stage near you. Here's my five minute special for YouTube, because everyone's that would be that would be a fun way to start a whole bit. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, so he jumps from a helicopter in real life, yeah, and then towards the end afterwards, he uh, actually shows him going through the diving training in a yeah. pool, and he's like, "Okay, go up to this platform," and he's like. Okay, (laughs) but I loved it. Um, I've seen Seinfeld once. My parents have seen him twice in in Des Moines. I've seen him once in Des Moines. And what's interesting is he hasn't done uh, he hasn't done a special for twenty three years. Yeah, since nineteen ninety eight. I'm telling you for the last time that one. That one was two hours long. And he came out and a- answered uh, questions from the audience. Yeah. So when you see Seinfeld in real life, like we did, and you've seen him several times too, yep. mm-hmm. um, he does two hours. 
So I was kind of surprised for Netflix that he only did one hour, unless he was trying something new. You gotta keep it tight, man. You gotta keep, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like when I when I had saw him that his two hours were great, and maybe within that two hours he was trying some stuff that maybe, eh, we'll see what happens, mm-hmm. you know. And you couldn't, I you couldn't necessarily tell that he was maybe trying something new. I don't right. know. Uh, I guess you're not at that point when you do a. 3,000 seat theater. Yeah. But I was kind of bummed that at the end of this special, that he didn't have like the question answer thing, which maybe yeah, he didn't. Yeah, I was to. wondering. I actually, I had the same reaction when I was watching it and it got to the end. I was like, is he going to come back out and do a thing? Because I didn't pay attention. You know, when you first start some shit on Netflix, it says at the bottom, yeah. you know, about how long it can be or whatever. I didn't pay attention mm-hmm. to any of that. So, yeah, I was, it was kind of a bummer that he didn't do that. But, I can tell you that some of the stuff he did in that special, I've actually seen him do live before. I have too. Yeah, um, and that's what my parents said mm-hmm. was like, the "Oh, cell I remember phone this stuff." They're like, "Oh, I the remember this dying." Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part of being married versus not. Yep, and uh, you know, he's like, "Well, I have nothing to, you know, say for my." Uh, I've been on both sides of marriage. I've been single and I've had friends that are single and I've been married and I have friends that are married. Yeah. But when you're married, you can't talk to single guys because it's like, oh, you're fighting with your girlfriend. Okay, well, that's like a wiffle ball where I'm in Iraq and using live <laughs> ammunition during fights. So he he's a little bit more, he was a little bit more prickly, I guess, yeah. compared to 98 yeah. Uh, he was still very funny. Dude, but, 65, man. He yeah. settled in. And I loved it because he, he just like, I can't wait to be 70 and I can just walk past and be like, eh, just wait. Like, <laughs> hey, you want to do this? Nah. <laughs> he looks good for 65. Man. Yeah, he looks good for 65. And uh, I, we I should loved, be so lucky. I loved right? his jokes. His, they were just so funny. Uh, the cereal bit was really funny. Here's my question. He's a big cereal guy. He likes cereal. Yeah. Um, here's my question. Do you think anybody could do that same material? Like if, if, if you remember that that movie you told me about that the Beatles never existed. Yeah. Yeah. And so somebody came along and they knew of the Beatles, but nobody else remembered them. Let's say that that happened with Jerry Seinfeld. But you or I or any random person remembered all of his bits. Do you think that it would work the same? Because the way that he delivers them and the way that they are are produced and put together is very much of a Seinfeld way. Excuse me. Delivery. Yeah, a Seinfeld way of speaking. Mm-hmm. So do you think it would be as funny if somebody else was to do it? If or, we- does, or does it need to be him? Um, if we didn't know Jerry Seinfeld, it would be funny. Yeah. But if we knew Jerry Seinfeld and someone else did it, I'm not sure it'd be the same. Right. Um, I would love to see, uh, that would be fun to see comedians doing other comedians bits Mm -hmm. in their own style. You know, it would be interesting. It'd be more like an honor kind of thing. Yeah. So I I don't want it to be taken as like, it's basically your friends saying, Hey, I saw this and they tell you a joke. Yeah, but it's not you know. Um, but it would be cool if they got a comedian. And, well, that's what that's what Jimmy Fallon said actually What's that? <laughs> to Jerry Seinfeld. That's right, Jerry Seinfeld. 
was on Jimmy Fallon, and he's like, well, I thought of this charity event where comedians do other comedians' jokes. And then, you know, as just like an honor, yeah. you know, and they tried to do their best. I must best. have missed this. And then Jerry Seinfeld's like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Who would want to see that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> He's like, oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> Sorry, king of comedy. But I think that would be kind of cool is if you had big comedians, they kind of take their sh- And then yeah. you might get a different delivery, but you know the joke. You know, but uh, I don't know. Seinfeld breaks everything down into just little pieces. But and the, and the way that he delivers them, the way that he speaks, and his his tone and the inflection with his voice adds to that. And a lot of people right. don't do that, right? And the the way that it will go up, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're tired of it. We can't do it. It's over. I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and and other people don't do that. No, and, um, and he uses so, and them. That's I think that's one of the things that makes his bits work okay. for for him, and that it wouldn't be the same with somebody no. else. Um, he uses the microphone exceptionally well. He yeah. acts things out. Uh, more than you think, yeah. You know, like the chess pieces and their smoke, and then he's like grabbing at nothing, and he's like, "Ah, huh? we're." It's like marriage is like chess, but the chess pieces are smoke, and then he, just, <laughs> huh? he grabs at him. <laughs> Where to go? Where to go? So he like <laughs> he does way more physical than you think, yeah. As Seinfeld does, you know. Um, the other one was like that what he does with the microphone because he was talking about food. And he's like, I'm tired of all the stuff, the dressing, the whatever's. So he started using the microphone and rolling it in his hand mm-hmm. like it's a cheese grater or something. Mm-hmm. So that one kind of, the use of it, um, even when live, he was talking about, what was it? I think he was talking about like, um, I think he was talking about boner pills or something. Okay. And how it's like... Uh, Typical Seinfeld. It's like when, oh yeah, it was a little blue for Seinfeld, yeah. but it was funny because he's like, well, it was basically like a a balloon the next day mm-hmm. when uh, it's basically a balloon the next day when you come out of your like your uh, your living room and it's kind of half floating. Yeah. So he uses the microphone as the balloon, you know. So it's yeah. just kind of like, oh my god, the use of his um, the microphone itself as a prop. He does really well with that. Uh, and there was a couple jokes in there he didn't use, but like I had remembered, like he had a bit when I saw him of, uh, you were there too, um, it was like everyone has that junk drawer yeah, in the kitchen. I remember that. But then, you know, it kind of, it's all the steps it takes and I'm butchering it, but it's so fun. You know, if it goes from the junk drawer, then it goes into the garage, but it never comes back to the house. Then after the garage, it goes to the storage unit, and you almost never go to the storage unit. That's like a prison, and every once in a while, you go visit it, mm-hmm. and then you're like, it's going to be okay, <laughs> and then he, he does like the the garage, like crooked, chink, 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 yep. chink, chink, uh, and then he had the bit where it was like uh, uh, some, there's some words that condone whispering. You know, like the new guy, I hear he has cancer mm-hmm. or I hear he's black. <laughs> Did you hear? I think he's, I think he's gay. I think mm-hmm. he's gay. So if you're a gay black guy with cancer, you can hear a pin drop. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> that was one of them I remembered. Like, <laughs> Was that the, the 99 show? Mm-mm. 
Which one was that? That was the one like four or five years ago in Des Moines. Oh, okay. I was still gotcha. married, and you were you and yeah. Becky went. Oh yeah, it couldn't have been the '99 show. Yeah, because you would have been like four. '98, I would have been nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I lied. I just yelled. <laughs> it. I just said a number. I knew you weren't four. Uh, but the '99 show was the one for I'm telling you for the last time. Yeah. So I had tickets to see that one in Des Moines. And I don't paid. know why I said Des Moines like Dumb. that. But yeah, so we showed up and it was, I want to say like maybe a couple weeks before the special that was going to be on HBO. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it was a little longer than that. It felt like it was very close Yeah. now that I'm looking back. Um, but yeah, we, we showed up. Uh, I went with my uncle. And um, and there was like all this whispering going on out in the lobby, you know, before we go in and what's going on. And yeah, so everybody had heard that somehow the show was getting paid for and and everybody was getting reimbursed. Yeah. And so that was the first thing he said on stage was like, you heard right. Oh, (laughs) my God. And uh, he never gave. A reason for it he yeah. just decided to give everybody their money back and i want to say it was like 70 bucks a person yeah at or that something time like that. Would have been a lot yeah it was yeah, a lot it's like so, jesus mm-hmm. but uh, that was incredibly cool that's really cool that uh, he did that and I, for some reason when i was younger i thought that was like the last time i'd ever see seinfeld yeah because seinfeld was ending and then he came out with a special called i'm telling you for the last time mm-hmm which made me think, like, oh, he's just gonna quit. Con- like, we're never- so that's what you thought. Because I'm a kid, I'm nine. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, there goes that funny yep. guy. But then he just kept on. Well, doing- and it was he was retiring those old bits. <laughs> yeah, is what it ended up. Which being. I didn't quite understand. Yeah. But I'm like, is he quitting? Like, is he just done? You know. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because he actually. Brings- but I'm so young. Yeah. <laughs> but he brings out those old jokes from yeah. time to time. Yeah. Just I think he needs. <clears throat> He he knows the audience wants a little bit, mm-hmm. so like the one we went to about four or five years ago. Yeah, uh, he did the the marriage one mm-hmm. where the reason why all of the groomsmen look alike and it's you know the wording is not do you, you Steve take, take Bob this man do you take this man <laughs> <laughs> everyone just takes a step to the left <laughs> and like, oh man do you take this man <laughs> where would you where would you rate Seinfeld as far as Best comedian of all time. I think he's in... Oh, my God. That's top ten, top five. Isn't that interesting how things have changed? Yeah. And how people have respected other comedians in the past and and admired them and put them on such a pedestal. And my, how some of the mighty have fallen since uh, since right. those days. But um, I did he's, see Cosby. Yeah, he's got to yeah. be top top five yeah um i'd probably put him top two yeah he's one of those nostalgia uh comics yeah because i grew up with him uh he's still like just i want to i want to see him when he's on the tonight show yeah i want to see him when he's doing like whatever show he's doing and like oh he's got he's got five minutes he's doing a bit tonight Mm -hmm. he's got five minutes Mm -hmm. um he was on jimmy kimmel recently and he was like doing the you know thing from his home right and he actually had like combi albums up and he's like oh look no this is carl reiner album with uh 
with uh, Mel Brooks, and this is so and so. It's George cool. Carlin. That's really cool. It's like wow. But uh, I love how he talks about being in New York and he shifts gears mm-hmm. in it. You know, where he's like, "Well, this is my observation," and now we're gonna shift gears. And <laughs> this is my world, folks. This is my world. <laughs> it was a it was a fun special. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. And I was looking real close at the audience too, and I didn't know how he shot it. If he was it gonna, seemed to be consistent. It did. It seemed to be one audience the yeah, whole time. It did. I didn't because they shipped Ma- them up. Maybe that's not a thing that normal people look at yeah. when they watch a special. But yeah, you but that's would, what I was looking at, and that's impressive. If everything came from the same mm-hmm. show, but uh, it was funny. It was. They yeah. Yeah, even had that one woman that it was cackling kind of towards mm-hmm. the beginning. He's like, "Okay, stay with the group. We got a lot more exhibits to go." <laughs> <laughs> You could hear her a few times after that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know where that was shot, but the, the set was cool. They yeah. had an entire orchestra, and that was it. Like, the, here comes the curtain. They didn't come out at the end. They didn't. They, right. And then that's it. Yeah. Um, a cool-looking orchestra to keep the... I don't know where that was, what venue that was, but it looked like they had he tables. He said the name of the theater, but yeah. I, I forget what it was. Because you could see a couple shots where they had people with like drinks and yep. tables. So I, I can only assume the orchestra was keeping everyone busy for a little bit. And then uh, you know they kind of went back. And then yeah. here comes Jerry and like, hey, everyone. And uh, I wonder who opened for him. Uh, that's what I wish is, I don't know. That'd be fun to show who opens he brings a. Gym. I wonder something like that. Do you think that he had an opener? Well, it helps. I wonder. I mean, you you it takes the pressure off you a little bit. Yeah. Um, the one that we saw in Des Moines was JB Smoove, and oh, he's oh man, he's so funny. He was so good, and he was in Des Moines and opened for Jerry in Des Moines. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, now he's in commercials, and now he's here, and I'm like, wow, I saw that guy. You need to get further into Curb. I do. Oh well, yeah. Curb your enthusiasm I really... because. He becomes a regular mm-hmm. on the show. I forget what season he comes in. Maybe it's like five or six. Mm-hmm. But then he just never leaves. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> great. Well, but yeah, that's true, though. But why would he have an opener if he had an, or- an orchestra? Yeah. You know, and he knows his shit. So people know what they're paying for. Mm-hmm. I guess they don't really need <laughs> like uh, a warm up act. And then like, uh, oh, yeah. who is this guy? Is he okay? Uh Okay, here's another. If you like Jerry, you might also like yep. this person. Well, I know that at least one of the times that I saw him live, he didn't have an opener. Mm-hmm. I want to say that was in like Cedar Rapids, maybe. Sure. We Becky and I went and saw him there once a long time ago. Sure. I don't know. We talked about Jerry Seinfeld a lot. <laughs> but yeah, openers, I feel like I'm more excited about openers now. Mm-hmm. Of just like, I don't know this person. Okay, where are they from? What do they have? Yeah. offer because you know what you're buying right but then right. You, you get a little extra and that's the that's the fun piece of like oh oh you do a podcast oh you do mm-hmm. oh you've been on that before okay i get yeah. it you know so that's what i'm always like interested in is like oh okay who's joe rogan gonna bring okay who's i wonder yeah well and so we have tickets to see joe rogan in um october now mm-hmm. it was originally when I forget. May 15th. May 15th. So it would have been coming up. I would have had... <clears throat> could you imagine? I would have... Uh, I had my next infusion for cancer on the 13th. Okay. And I would have to... I would just be getting my needle out 
Um, oh yeah. And then I would True. be good to well, go. Well, we wouldn't have we we didn't know that yeah. I guess when we got the tickets. Yeah, no. I didn't so, know I had can't but right. you know, life happens but Right. That would have been so crazy like, "No, nah, I just got my infusion." <laughs> like, I just I don't know a place like Wells Fargo Arena in in Des Moines. I don't uh, is it going to happen in October? Is that We'll see. A lot of stuff is changing. Uh, yeah. We have the same tickets uh, that same night as TJ Miller's at the Funny Bone. Yeah. Too. Unfortunate so coincidence. Like, boo. But yeah. Rogan, you got to go with Rogan because you haven't seen him. So you go with the comic that you haven't seen. For sure. You know. Um, so I'm like, I don't know. Do I give those maybe? Or double book. Yeah, double. Finish one, go uh, to the next one. Go, 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 go. It's a 930 Take show. Rogan with us. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> hey, look who I found. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe I give those tickets away or something for uh, T.J. Miller to yeah. like my brother or something. Yeah, That'd be fun because they're meet and greets, and I was gonna do the funny. You know, you've met him twice, and he remembered you. Yeah, that's and right. I was yeah. gonna hopefully have a, a conversation with him because uh, the whole I hadn't done an open mic, and uh, he was telling me like, just fucking do it, man. Just gotta do it. Listen mm-hmm. to your buddy. You gotta do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I was hoping to kind of have a follow up. Well, and then you did, kind of on on fa- on on uh, line. I kind of yeah. did, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying then then you or, did oh, go out and do it and do it. So yeah. I was hoping to have like a follow up conversation with him. Yeah. Of like, I don't know if you remember me, but uh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> this is where no, I'm that's, at. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, but oh, he's well. a he's a good guy. I think he'll come back around. Yeah. Rogan does the big. He does the big ones like Philadelphia and like. He does the yeah. big cities. But. It's funny going back and watching old episodes of New Re- News Radio. I love with that Joe show. Rogan. It's a great show. Yeah. I wish. Oh my god. He's so small. Yeah. In it, he's got all of his hair and thin. <laughs> Basically, how I would describe me back then. Yeah. There you go. I don't. I don't have all those same qualities. He's the maintenance anymore. guy. Dude, quarantine. I'm telling you, these pants are a lot tighter than they uh, used to be. I'm not a fan. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'll probably be swimming in them. You think uh, so? <laughs> uh, I'm trying You're to gain weight. Back. You're I'm, getting it back. I'm getting it back. I'm getting my weight back. It's happening. I hit 160 yeah. uh, with food. So, like, at the end of the day, I'm 160. Mm-hmm. Beginning of the day, I'm about 157. What were you at before? On a good day, b- before I knew I had cancer, Right. Uh, I was about 170. All right? Okay. So, then the worst it got, I got down to the weight that I was when I graduated. So mm-hmm. it was about 150. Yeah. Almost. So that was a little scary cuz I'm like that's not uh the typical weight of a 30 almost 31 year old. Right. You know, that's about 59. Um so yeah. That's uh I'm getting up there. Dad mm-hmm. just keeps on keep eating pork, yep. cheesecake, anything. He's like go 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 go. Oh go. my gosh. So yeah, I've been staying hydrated. I've been uh, I have coffee, which kind of does the opposite, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I've been eating like a madman. I have a protein shake that's 350 calories, uh-huh. and then I have a muffin that's 450. Okay. So this morning, I I'll, I pretty much had almost 800 calories. Okay. And, and then I ate another pudding cup, and then uh, had a pork sandwich and cheesecake. So I'm trying to get 2,000 calories in and just wow. keep it going. So... Uh, a week from now, I get my third infusion. So uh, this time next week, I'll be getting getting my needle back in and mm-hmm. doing round round three. And uh, feel like it's easier. 
I know what to expect. You know, last time around, it's just I get emotional because they pump me full of steroids. Yeah. And it's frustrating. But, uh, you know, I started getting the cold sensitivity mm-hmm. um, to where a mason jar has that little cap on the top. Right. Okay. And yeah. my dad and I mix up crystal light in, in those. It's easy to wash. So what we do is we put it in a mason jar and we put it in the fridge. So okay. this is in the fridge. That's it. And I'm starting to get the cold sensitivity. Yeah. Where I took off that that cap and it felt like it fucking burned me. And I know that's not right. Really? I'm like, it's yeah. just, it was the fridge. So I was sitting there going, ow, fuck, ow. So I didn't think anything of it. My dad makes me a shake with three ice cubes in it. Yeah. It felt like pop rocks down my throat. Oh, man. And I was just like, I don't know what this is. And then I was just like drinking it. Like, why? What's going on? And I found out that it was it was the cold sensitivity, which it hasn't bothered me for, I think, two days after okay. the fact. Okay. Uh, I stayed away from cold stuff. But uh, you know what? I drank a, a ginger beer. Yeah. No alcohol with yeah. ice in it. Didn't bother me. My lips, like that first night when I went to drink, uh, felt like they were on fire. Wow. When I first got my mm-hmm, last go around. And... Uh, yeah, it's the steroids and the bullshit that they... It, it's working. It's working. Good. So that's what I have to keep reminding myself. It's working. My uh, hair is starting to shed. Yeah. Um, I took a bath last night, and uh, there was enough hair to clog the drain. Oh, really? So I had to get like a Kleenex and be like, okay. <laughs> uh, but I have to... It's working. It means yeah. it's working. Heck and yeah. So I don't know. It, it, I don't know if I'll lose it or if it'll just thin but mm-hmm. I just keep on combing it and put a hat on. So I think if I keep wearing the hat, people will get used to the hat. You're doing what I did when I was 23. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> My hair was thinning, so uh, I put a hat on. And <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing. is People will get used to the hat. Yeah, And then if sure. things progress, then that's what they're used to seeing. And then yeah. they won't go, oh, oh. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I got some people... In my corner that are willing to uh, shave their heads for me. But uh, I'm hoping for the best. I really am getting nervous about, uh, I don't know, my doctor was really, um, he was really uh, optimistic last time. Nice. And I'm like, okay, that's good. He's like, are you feeling this? Like, no. He's like, okay, good. Okay, we're just going to keep pumping you full of chemo and keep on going. And then there's a chance that Mayo might have a clinical trial, but we don't know yet. Don't get your, you know, like there's hope, but don't get your yeah. hopes up kind of thing. I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm just kind of sitting there nervously and, you know, I'm nervous about my next pet scan of how much right. the cancer has gone down. I don't know what that's going to be like. And when I, is that? Uh, I don't know when, but it's after four, it's after four chemo infusions. Okay. And I've had two. So, oh, um, well, I, I mean, that won't be too, like maybe a month. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I'm a little nervous because I think that's where they tell me, like, I don't want to assume, but I feel like that's the time where they start telling you how much time you have. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to hear that. Yeah. But I need, I don't know, I guess I need to hear it. Yeah. I don't know, but a lot of times they're wrong, so. Right. Um, I, I don't know. How much time you have as far as road you know, to recovery? Yeah. Or like, you know, it, if people have cancer really, really bad, yeah, that's where they tell you, like, you got... And I think maybe it's my mind fucking with me, yeah. so I need I to I think keep it that. is. Because yeah. it seems like everything so far has been kind of exactly what they were expecting. Yeah. And you've been hearing nothing but 
positive things. And I, I don't think that they're like the nurses and such. I don't think that they're feeding you positive lines just to do it. I, I think yeah. that they recognize that you're younger. It's in one area and, you know, they're just going in to shut it down. Yeah. And kick so its ass. That's what I'm hoping. Um, I just don't want to have that, you know, I just don't want to hear like you have 10 years to live. Right. Or you have five years. That and seems I'm unlikely. Like, uh, yeah. I just want to get this. Th- I, I have so much more shit to do in life. Yeah. That this is just kind of bullshit that I need to. No, you know. it is. But the thing is, is that if you look at it, I guess the way that I look at the situation is that it might have taken you a little bit longer to get in for your initial appointment. But because your cancer was in a spot where it did have a tell that that way you knew about it, you got in there sooner as opposed to, let's say, if it was like on the side of your stomach or something like that, instead of like in the esophagus area. to the stomach area yeah. where something actually happened I uh, and made you take notice that something was wrong. That way you were able to, you know, get on top of it mm-hmm. way sooner than if it had been in a different location. Yeah. So, and and I think that that's awesome. Yeah. And it's not, I have to keep reminding myself, it's not in my lungs. It's right. not in my heart. Right. It's in my kidneys a little bit, but that doctor seemed like I wouldn't, like I have stents in my kidneys right now. Yeah. Uh, doc was saying, uh, wait, you have stents in your kidneys? I'm like, yeah. The urologist thought if in case there was any issues yeah. uh, to put them in there so they could properly, properly drain. And he's like, well, your numbers look good and your liver looks good and like stuff around it looks good. I'm not sure you need those stents, but that's not necessarily my call. Okay. So leave it up to the urologist guy who might yeah. say, ask the cancer guy. Well, maybe it's a better safe than sorry. That's what it was. Yeah. But uh, he's like, I'm not sure you really need those. And I'm like, what? Yay. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> well, that was uh, that was definitely a fun appointment. Yeah. So thanks for telling oh, me now. Well, you know, we'll see in June about that time is where I would need uh, to replace them. And maybe I'll be in a different spot, you know, yeah. cancer-wise, where it's more controlled. And so I'm fortunate. I'm, you know... I'm uh, getting my my calories in. I'm getting hydration in. Um, I'm doing every goddamn thing I can do, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to stay in good spirits about it. And that's yeah. what you're doing everyone, great, dude. That's what everyone Keep tells me. Yeah, everyone's yeah. telling me like good vibes and good good uh, attitude. How's your uh, cabin fever level? Um, it's a little rough. I mean, I miss. I mean, pe- everybody's every, got it right yeah. now. Oh so. yeah. Um, I enjoy, we're doing this. I still get a little nervous from time to time, you know, uh, just with Corona. That's all. That's it. We're trying our best, you know, we're, we're distancing. Lance is way over on the other side of the couch. Like, (laughs) okay, folks. Separate couch. Yeah. We're on separate couches. Don't let him think that we're on the same. Lance is at least three feet away from me. (laughs) He's way over on the other side of the love seat right there. Um, so we we are doing what we can. Right. Um, 
you're really the only person I see more yeah. intimately. Um, mm-hmm. Friday, I'm going to go see my brother and sister-in-law in their backyard and just spread out. Nice. So we're going to like just bring chairs and sit and cool. for a bit. Um, that's, so that's something I want to do at my house too. Yeah, is the backyard thing mm-hmm. and in, invite some people over. Not too many. Yeah, but uh, as long as it's nice outside, mm-hmm. I. I Hopefully you can be there and yeah. that that could be demolition man night. It could be. I don't know. Um, but I'm fortunate that as far as that go, like my parents' house is a sizable house. Yeah, and you uh, got places to go. Yeah, so it's hard because my parents work in one room, and if I have to work, I'm in another room. That's okay. Um, but if I'm not working and I don't have anything going on. Uh, the TV is right next to my parents, so oh, okay. it dis- it distracts them. So then I have to go into my room. But you know, yeah. I don't I don't know. It feels weird. I don't want to be alone. Yeah. But when I'm on my bed, it feels like snooze time. You right. know. Well, it's hard to break that habit. Yeah. Because you're not normally spending that much time in bed unless you are. Sleeping. That's right. So like I have my laptop connected to my 50 inch TV to help me haul yeah. in. Yeah. You know and. Uh, so it's been it's been okay, you know. Yeah. Luckily, I can I can kind of just go elsewhere. I can go up to the attic if I want to. Nice. Um, I can kind of go somewhere else yeah. for a little bit. Have you been utilizing? I, I know a lot of newer TVs have the uh, the Bluetooth capability. I haven't worked on that. You check and see if your TV has that. This one, my my the other one does not. It doesn't. So what I did last night, I got creative. Okay. Was I have which. I want to figure it out for my other TV okay. so I can have Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. My headphones for what I was looking for doesn't work okay. with what I wanted to order, but with my laptop, it used, I used my laptop for the mask last night. Okay. So I scooted the mask over to my 50-inch, and I was listening to Bluetooth on my headphones through my laptop. All right. So I listened nice. to it Bluetooth style that way. Sweet. But if you ever wanted to change something, you have to get up, and you have yeah. to use That's it. what we're running into a, uh, an issue downstairs. I finally got everything set up in the room for Kara to start playing the drums. Yes. And so we've got your very old <laughs> samsung tv that's right downstairs so then i plugged in phillips the right. oh is it phillips it's phillips yeah 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 that's right and uh and so i plugged in an apple tv so i can airplay stuff from this site called drumeo um which it was like it seemed like the best option and so it's all online courses to help you learn how to play the drums and I'll probably end up doing it as well, so that way Kara has somebody she can talk to and relate to as far as the drums are concerned, because otherwise we won't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> and I've got time, so I might as well. Yeah. Uh, but I'm So I'm airplaying from my Mac to the Apple TV, and um, it works, but there's no way to rewind through the Apple TV. Uh, you have to go to your computer. And so, yeah, she's got to go out and go back to the computer. And then also we were trying to figure out the sound uh, of it all because uh, drums aren't quiet. <laughs> yeah. Even though ours, so we have an electronic drum set, but she still needs to be able to hear it. So that's, we're trying to figure out what to do if there's any Bluetooth options through the Apple TV or through the computer or how we can do that so that she can actually hear both. And so I spent like an hour and a half last night trying to figure this shit out Damn and it. how to 
get it all designed so it so it works and it's not the loudest thing in the house because she needs to be able to hear the drums slightly over what the video is, but still be able to hear the instructor in the video yeah. enough. And um, it's a pain in my ass. Dude, yeah. I bought a fucking drum throne from Raymond Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryman? Raymond? Ramen. I, I, whatever. Ramen music. And uh, ramen. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond. Yeah. Uh, Raymond music. Oh, and, hey, guys. Um, you want some drums? It's uh, fucking 180 bucks uh, for this rock and sock, which it's course. it's nice and, and it's and it's comfortable. The next one down below that was, I want to say, 100 bucks. Mm. And it's just a fucking circle. Yeah. Like it's a it's a stool. Done. Like, why is this so expensive? But if I'm getting one, I'm going to get a good one that's going to last a long time. So it ended up being this rock and sock. First yeah. of all, I called them beforehand and I said, what do you guys have? And they said, well, we have this, this, this. And then we have one rock and sock. And it looks like it's it's a black seat um, on the side and then black on top. So I show up and get it. It's blue on top. Like, ah. how? what fucking dark closet were you looking in when you <laughs> told me about this thing? So that was weird. I don't, I, I don't know. But anyway, I still bought it. And, uh, I mean, we've got blue things in our house. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, blue things. Yeah. Blue we've got some blue stuff. Yeah, we've got some blue <laughs> so stuff. So she did her first lesson last night. Oh, nice. And uh, it got to be a little late for me, and I ended up watching Seinfeld. Instead, so I I didn't start on the drums, but maybe uh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see. That'll be fun. Yeah. All right, Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's gonna be me. You gonna Give me st- two weeks max. You're gonna start her off with Phil Collins. It's like <laughs> this is how you do it. Oh man. Hey, uh, how about we wrap this one up? Let's wrap this one up. We're uh, we're gonna wrap it up, people. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Um, that's my cancer update, I guess, and yeah, uh, some fun some fun stuff. I think uh, you know we, we keep the topic on movies and nostalgia. Uh, that kind of keeps our mind off Corona and other other heavy stuff. You it's know. like just normal now. It you is. Know? Does it does it seem normal to you? All of this a little stuff, bit. It, like it does to me. I, just, I miss the movie experience. I mean, don't get me wrong, it still sucks. Yeah. And I recognize that it sucks, but the way in which it sucks is normal to me now. Yep. So hopefully it's normal for everybody else. I know. Anyway, on that note, Thank you. we're done. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.